Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions the Card Game. I'm your host, Scott, and with me as always, my co-host, Ryan. That's right. We got another release big news stuff coming. Yep, another preview episode we get to do. Seems like we're getting these uh, pretty frequent, as opposed to the big hiatus we had in the the winter. I know. We were... uh... Our whole plan with this podcast is uh, not only talk about this stuff, but, you know, go over strategies and talk about cards and how to help players if they want. Um, but we've had so many releases, it's been pretty consistent of new content of what's coming out. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. We've had a lot of preview content and we've got to wait for thing to come out and then we'll have uh, some good review content. Hopefully we can give you our thoughts on how the characters actually play and uh, what we like about them, maybe what we would potentially change or uh, what we th- think they could have done different. But we won't know that until at least August. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A little bit more time to go, but we're getting close. Yeah, but after August, this next hero pack is going to release in November, uh, which is interesting because if we look at that, it's almost like they're doing like one cycle a calendar year. So we know right. at least all of 2023 seems... is Yeah, I guess that planned seems out pretty so reasonable. Yeah, because whoever that fourth character is um, is going to release in November with our character today, who is Ryan. Dun, 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 dun. X-23. X-23. And we uh, we were definitely right. She is eating an apple. On her she bed. is. Yeah, I called it. I called it. It reminds me of um, uh, Dennis the Menace when he's like first getting into the town and he goes up to that little boy and he's like, what you eating? He's like, an apple. <laughs> For some reason, I just always remembered that scene. I thought that was hilarious. Is is that the Dennis Menace with uh, Christopher Lloyd? Christopher Lloyd, I guess, yeah. Doc mm. from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. Wait. He's like Maybe. super dirty. He's like a hobo um, vagabond that Goes from town to town stealing crap. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. Fun fact. Well, let's you get, didn't let's, know that. Oh, that's why people are listening right now. <laughs> was for that fact. Dennis right. the Menace. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to why they're really here. All right. Let's uh, let's pop it and lock it. With the alter ego of Laura Kenny. So uh, I guess I'll take this one first. Um, yeah, over. She's a mutant. Six recovery, which is really high. Um, I think that's equal to the highest recovery that we've seen. Um, and she has a setup ability called Shink. Um, which is, I guess, the claws popping out. And it says, put X-23 
23's claws into play. So it starts it off. Well, you forgot the word setup. Oh, yeah. Well, there's setup. <laughs> um, and then she has an action that says shuffle either the honey badger ally or the sisterly bond event from your discard pile into your deck. And then you, you can draw one card. And it's uh, limited once per round. Um, so that tells me right off that whatever this honey badger ally is in the sisterly bond event, they seem to be connected and a important thread that goes through her deck. Yeah. And I do like that. The action lets you draw a card as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice to not only get that shuffle in, um, to, add back to your deck, but to draw that card is always a win. So it kind of leads to um, an open strategy, like opening hand strategy of if you draw one of those to go ahead and just discard it. Um, that way you can draw an extra card. So you can start off with seven cards. Um, yeah. At the beginning, because it from what it looks like, you have to shuffle one of those two events from your discard into your deck to draw the card. So if you don't have those two in your discard, you can't do that. That's what I was going to mention. This kind of her alter ego has two big uh, key points from the rules reference update. So like the setup was the big one. Now they mm -hmm. say just put it into play. Yeah. And then yep. the... Uh, I think they reference it as like a valid target. Like if you don't have Honey Badger or Sicily Bond in your discard, you can't do that action. Yeah. So yeah, therefore correct. you can't draw the one card. Right. Yeah. So definitely, a, definitely a pretty good alter ego ability. So yeah. um, I should mention she's a hand size of six hit points of 10. So that's average. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at our hero side. She is X23. She's got a Thorn of 2, attack of 1, defense of 2. Uh, she is X-Force and has a living weapon response after X23 takes any amount of damage. Ready X23, limit once per phase. Hand size 5, hit points still 10. I think... Nothing spectacular here. Um, her next card, her claws that we're going to get to, I think play big into her attack and ready mechanic, um, mm -hmm. which I think she'll will be key to her having that stronger attack and being able to keep doing basic attacks. The only thing that I think is going to hinder her a little bit is anytime you're stunned or you're exhausted is going to kind of throw a wrench into her whole ready mechanic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm, I'm the, it's kind of surprising if you're just looking at the hero card that her attack is just one. Um, of course, we're going to learn in a minute that it's not as bad as it sounds. But um, so that was kind of a surprise. But I, I agree. I think basic attack 
and reading is a key for her. So if, if there's ever a wrench that's thrown in there, I think that really is probably going to affect her deck. I feel like it's going to stall her a little bit. You're just going to feel like you've got a real clunky wasted turn. If it's not firing on all cylinders, the way it's kind of designed. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but it sounds like, I mean, again, we haven't gone through all the cards, but once it is firing, it's, it's going pretty strong. Right. Like to me, thematically, she was always a little more nimble and agile compared to Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And I I imagine she's going to be able to like, you know, jab her claws into a bad guy, flip around with her ready, you know, thematically go to another one, have other cards that makes her ready while maintaining that high attack value and just keep, you know, taking out minions and attacking the villain. I think it's going to be uh, pretty fun if you're one of those basic attack players that really enjoy using basic attack, readying like a quick silver player kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and there's definitely cards within the pool right now that can help with that, especially in aggression, which is what she comes with. Spoiler alert. Yep. Um, I think the other thing just to kind of point out before we move on is it does say she has to take any amount of damage. So her response wouldn't work with a tough and it wouldn't work if you've got something that's going to force response. Um, Stop any amount of damage. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take that damage. Alright, so I'll keep talking about her claws here. So she has X-23's claws. It's a no-cost upgrade permanent weapon. It says hero action, exhaust X-23 claws, and take two damage. And then X-23 gets plus two attack until the end of the round. So, when I envision her with the claws, she thwarts for two. You would maybe, what, thwart for two? Then you'd be exhausted. Then you would exhaust the claws, take the two damage, ready. Then you're attacking for three, which is pretty good. Or you could have defended for two, take the, uh, exhaust the claws, take the damage, ready back up, and you're attacking for three. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some flexibility with all of that, with thwart or with attack. Um, so I, I think there's there's opportunities with it, especially if you're able to use some other cards to boost that that ability. It can really help. Uh, yeah. Do it, exhaust, take the damage, flip over, do some extra, not flip over, but ready up do some extra damage, boom, and start just welling on some um, some, some people. Yeah, nothing too spectacular. I think we already kind of talked about it. The take two is a cost, so you've got to be able to do that. Um, if your upgrade gets exhausted, you know, it's kind of pointless. So... Yeah, I'm pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's uh, and e- even if you choose not to ready with that damage that she, that her claws make her do, 
if you do that beforehand, get that plus two, then you could use that ready to do um, more damage. So you're doing three that first time ready, three again, assuming there's another way you take damage. Right. It got me kind of thinking of what cards out there force you to take a damage. I think if we're going to stick with aggression, in there one where like take one damage and do something with the minion. What is in the Thor deck? Um, I'd have to look. No, I know there's like Thor to pull a minion out. It's Battle Fury. Battle Fury, yes. So there it is. Uh, after your hero attacks and defeats a minion, deal one damage to your hero, discard Battle Fury, and then ready your hero. Yep. Yep. That, that'd be a good one. Yep. Cool. All right. You want to jump into some of our events or right into her ally? Well, let's go into her ally because that's one of the big things for her. So her ally is a two cost. Uh, Honey Badger is the name. I guess this is Gabby Kinney. So I'm assuming like a sister, sister clone. I think she's um, a younger clone. I don't know for sure. That's just be my guess. Yeah, I've actually <clears throat> never really heard of Honey Badger, to be Neither honest. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, two cost ally, one thwart, one attack, one consequential for both, two health. Um, so very squishy. But she does have a hero response. After Honey Badger takes any amount of damage, ready X23. Um, so there's your readying. And uh, it's pretty awesome. I think you could do a leadership deck and, and really focus on Honey Badger to make her really strong. Especially like a um, clarity of purpose. Throw that onto Honey Badger, give her some extra health, and you have an energy generator and a ready generator. That's true. I do find it interesting, though, that she's X-Men traded. That's true. And not X-Force traded. Maybe she's not X-Force, maybe she's just X-Men. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's a comic thing. I mean, her outfit definitely is showing X-Men, but... But I, I do find it interesting. Honey Badger only has one claw on each hand. So it's like, is this like Pokemon where it's Honey Badger with one and then evolves into X-23 with two and then evolves into Wolverine with three? <laughs> See, I think of it more like that movie uh, Multiplicity where every time they're cloned, they just kind of get a little bit more defective. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Wolverine was cloned. He has three, and then she has two. Uh, X23 has two, and then she got cloned, and now she only has one. Honey Badger only has one. I guess that's true. But not the one was like, hey, Steve. Yeah, yeah, with um, with Batman. Yeah, it has, has Michael Keaton in it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's a good movie. You check it out. <laughs> and that's our review of Multiplicity. Multiplicity. <laughs> <laughs> Has like one of my best uh, movie lines in like all of '90s cinema. <clears throat> Which one's that? I don't think we can uh, say it on this family-friendly podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. I'll have to tell gotcha. you later. All right, fair enough. All right, any other thoughts on Honey Badger? 
Um, I'd like at face value with a two health. I know there we're gonna get some cards that are gonna kind of help this, but with two health, it just seems like you're you're one and done or two and done. So, yeah, yeah, it it is. Um, it's meant to be a cheap ally that is comes out and then dies. Right, um, readies you a couple times at least. Yeah, yeah. So, and and then of course you can flip to alter ego and grab her and put her back in your deck and just cycle through. Um, so, I mean, that's it's not a long lasting ally, but it, I think the ally is going to pack a punch to her deck. My only other thing is when you're talking the traits being X-Force and X-Men, it kind of hurts you with some of the team cards. Cause some of those want everything to be X-Men or everything to be X-Force. Mm. So just something to think about when you're deck building. Yeah. It'd be, I don't know every single one that's X-Force or X-Men specific, but it, it could end, end up being some interesting deck building opportunities, but also some restrictions for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, the other card that her alter ego mentioned, Sisterly Bond. It's a zero cost event. It is a hero interrupt. <clears throat> when Honey Badger thwarts or attacks, add X-23's matching power to Honey Badger's power for the uh, for this use. Mm, nice. So that can be good. Mm-hmm. Because I could turn her into a three thwart. If you've already done your claws, a four attack. And then you would get a ready because she would have consequential on either of those. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, zero cost. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a has to happen at a specific time. Um, if you if you pull it and don't have honey badger, it's just a resource at that point. But. Speaking of that, the resource is wild, which is nice for that reason. Yeah. I think, kind of looking at some of the cards we've looked at so far, X-23 is going to be very sequence, time, right time, and sequence of actions. is mm-hmm. to maximize what she can do. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. I mean, it's not... It's not very fun if it, they're kind of straightforward, but the ones where you have to, uh, the heroes that you have to kind of plan a little bit and you know hit that right moment. Those are those typically are more fun, at least for me. Yep. So, uh-huh. do you want to? You can pick one of the other two events. Um, let's go with. Regenerative Longevity. So this is a one-cost event, and it's a superpower, um, which I think this is the first one we've come across that's a superpower. Um, it is a action heal a total of four damage from your identity and Honey Badger. Because Honey Badger don't care. Um... That's pretty good. 
just a, a quick heal for either you or Honey Badger or both. Um, so it's a it's a good card just to keep her moving in hero form since you you're likely going to be taking lots of damage. Yeah, <clears throat> it has me a little concerned with her ten health. Mm-hmm. If you're using the claws a whole bunch, that uh, just seems like you're going to have to flip down and really utilize that six recovery. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it may people may fall into that trap of use the claws every turn and it it might be set up where you can't you have to do it at the right time. Right. When you know you can get a couple of good combos with Honey Badger, Sisterly Bond, mm-hmm. really sequencing out, you know, almost like at least two readies plus a Honey Badger with Sisterly Bond kind of thing. Yeah, ma- maximize that two damage for two attack for that whole round. So, but this is a card that helps with that. So, yeah, helps you make weight off the flip down and use the recovery. Yep. Speaking of maximizing those turns, the next event <clears throat> is Claw Mastery. It's a one cost event. It does have a max one per round hero action until the end of the round. X twenty three gets plus two attack. And her attacks gain overkill while Honey Badger is in play. <clears throat> That's pretty good. Because if you've done your claws and that, you're sitting at five. Five attack. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> actually, I would play... <clears throat> this is the sequence I would do. I would play Claw Mastery. So I would be at three attack. I'd make a basic attack, which would let me ready. No, I'm sorry. Take a basic attack. I'm at three. Use the claws. Take the damage. Then I get to ready. Then I get the plus two, so I'm at five. Then I can use a basic attack for five. And then Honey Badger can use Sisterly Bond. And she can attack for six. And as soon as she attacks, she readies X-23. ready X-23, yeah. And then attacks again. Attacks for another five. In my brain, I hadn't processed it that far. It was that 16, 17, 18, 19 damage, something like that? Yeah. I mean, there is a little bit of setup. You do have to have Claw Mastery and Sisterly Bond in your hand. Mm-hmm. You should be able to pay for it, because all of cheap. that together is only one cost. And Honey Badger hopefully is out on the field. Yeah, and even if she's not, that's three cost all of a sudden, which isn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, even then, with a hand size of five or six, you should be able to play that. That's a pretty good combo. Combo. Yeah, no, I think think that's a good one. I think it will... uh, She'll be very burst damage. It's kind of set up, set up, set up, burst, and then maybe some trickles afterwards. Um, but yeah, this does. If it says max per one per round, then there's at least another one in that deck. Yeah, I would foresee at least looking at our event, the events we've talked about, at least two of each of those. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Especially We're like good. if you look at regenerative longevity, that one's eight. So I assume you would have an eight, nine. Essentially bond is 10. And then there's another card at, I'm not really sure what number that is. Well, the next one after 10 is 11, which is her support. Oh, so maybe she only has one sisterly bond. Hmm. Okay. So most likely there's a a three and four, which might be a, a thwart related right. card. Yeah, because we've and technically we haven't even we haven't even looked at an attack event, so thwart event or attack event. I'm I'm thinking she she might not have an attack event. She she may her not. Claw mastery is that attack event. I'm wondering. Right. Just based off these numbers, I'm I'm thinking we're missing we're missing one card, maybe two if there's only one copies of certain ones. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a three four. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe she has three Claw Masteries. Maybe that's five, six, seven. I could see that. Yeah, it could be. All right. I guess we'll just have to find out. Wait and see. Cuckoos. All right, you want to talk about some sisterhood? 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 Yeah. I was going to say sister love, but then I read the card as I was speaking. (laughs) So it's Sisterhood. Sisterhood. All right. Um, sisterhood. Support. Two costs. Condition. Action. Exhaust Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And discard an X-23 card from your hand. Search your deck and discard pile for Honey Badger and add her to your hand. Well, there you go. There's another yeah. way to grab honey badger yeah you just make another clone put it in your hand yeah you gotta shuffle the deck afterwards there's a little shuffle in parentheses yep so i mean pretty straightforward just trying to get that honey badger out and move keep moving forward and gabby's bond is stronger than genetics (laughs) that's the flavor text on the card Sorry, I ruined yep. your thought. No, I don't have any thoughts. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward card. So. Hi, man. Shall we move All on right. to the next one? Yep, we got a bunch of upgrades. Yes, um, these are interesting. We'll just go in order here. I'll start with Pain Tolerance. It's a two-cost upgrade. It's a superpower. Response, after you play an X-23 card, including this one, Heal one damage from your identity. Well, that kind of goes back to our, you know, can she withstand all those claw damages she's going to take? Hey, if you're playing at least one or two cards a turn, you know, healing one damage from your identities, pretty good. I think that's their way of kind of to incorporate that healing factor that you don't really see with her basic or her hero card Mm -hmm. that you do with Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Something to make her different than Wolverine. Right. 
and you potentially could, you know, could be zero, but it could be up to one, two, three cards, which would be cool. Yeah, really depends on the turn, but yeah, you can get a, lo- a burst healing, I guess. Yeah, it could really swing what you do, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, like you like you pointed out, it's that timing. How to time it just right to heal as much as you can, but also be able to take the damage you need. Um, so I think that's good. Um, the next upgrade is a one cost Grim Resolve. Uh, condition it's a resource exhaust this card and take one damage generate a wild resource so it's uh basically clarity of purpose as a hero card yep but it's so, it's an easy way to take one damage for a ready mm-hmm. yeah I, I think i think it's pretty good i mean i i'm a big fan of clarity of purpose as a card um so i think this works for her and um i think uh yeah i just worry about i mean you're you're if you're using all these cards that's three damage you're taking every turn granted you should hopefully be healing a little bit with her pain tolerance. Yeah, yeah. You you should be healing, um, but you got to be careful, especially if you have Grimazolve and well, her cause will be out. Um, but if you're using those and you don't have that uh, pain tolerance, then you're you're really looking at having a turn or two before you have to flip back to heal. Yeah. So, I'm I'm curious if she, I mean, she, her design kind of wants you to flip back and forth a little bit just to get that honey badger and, and sister love. Um, but I'm she kind of also plays like her cards play like you don't want to ever flip. You want to stay in hero and just keep punching. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to actually see her actually play with her and see how it feels. I mean, she, she could work really, really well just flipping back and forth. A lot of risk <clears throat> reward with her. Mm-hmm. All right. Last upgrade that we have is Puncture Wound. It's a zero cost upgrade. You attach it to an enemy that X23 or Honey Badger attack this turn. The attached enemy gets negative one attack, force response. After the player phase begins, discard this card and deal three damage to attached enemy. So, pretty cool. Um, Way to kind of depower an enemy and then also deal a little bit of extra damage that you weren't really planning on. I do like it's a zero cost upgrade. Um, so it's, should be easy to get out and attach to either like a beefy minion or a minion that's only got one attack and you don't mind it attacking you because it won't do anything. Mm-hmm. 
And then maybe that three damage finishes it off when the play round starts. Yeah. Um, for, for some reason, I really like this card. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think um, the negative attack and then that three damage, I just, I really like it. Um, I'm wondering if there's two of them because this one's 15 out of 16. So I'm wondering if there's a, the 16 is also one of these because it sounds like there might be more than one. I or do maybe also not. like that it can be X23 or Honey Badger. Mm hmm. And it doesn't, and it's not a basic attack, at least for X23. Could have been an event. Uh, the other thing yeah. I noticed is the three damage is just damage, it's not an attack. So you wouldn't be limited to cards like, or anybody that has guard, and you couldn't, if you attach it to the villain, mm -hmm. it wouldn't like fizzle out. Well, if, if a minion had guard, you wouldn't be able to attack the villain i mean it's true but what if what if a guard what if a guard minion came out as your encounter card is what i'm saying gotcha gotcha yeah yeah that's a way because it's gonna it. stay it's gonna stay on the villain for the whole villain phase yeah I'm, i mean it can also kind of be a help against tough because tough is a is a common thing and it happens often during the encounter yeah. phase. Whether it's a boost uh, or a villain. encounter card, you're right. Mm -hmm. So being able to get that, I mean, it, it stinks that it wastes three, but it, it's nice to know that, boom, it's gone automatically. Yep. And goody. Okay, right. let me make sure I'm not telling stories. That was the last card, right? Um, I believe so. Yep. The last of her hero cards. All right, and then like you alluded to, she's aggression. Aggression. And we get two um, aggression allies that we've, character-wise, we've seen both these before. They're both in the Sentinels, the Wide Awake scenario as captive allies, or whatever they're called in that one. But they're the X-Men that you can get for saving them from them being captured. Mm-hmm. All right, which one do you want to take? I'll take Richter. Richter. Um, so you got Richter, three cost, one thwart, one or two attack, one consequential for both, three health. He's X-Force, and he has a response when he attacks. After Richter attacks, discard the top card of your deck. Deal one damage for to each minion engaged with you for each resource on the discarded card. So my first thought when I saw that is, all right, that's not bad. Um, you're basically doing three damage, which is is pretty good. Um, and it's to all the minions engaged with you, so that's nice. Um, but then I was thinking that it could also be pretty good for uh domino yeah because if it's a wild it would count as two resources when it's discarded from the top of your deck yeah and it, it doesn't say printed um so it's whatever that card would generate right so yeah i think i think it's a pretty solid ally i mean three costs is something i don't do all the time but for three health 
to attack. And, I mean, yeah, you have to discard a card, but you're basically doing one damage to every minion. That's, I mean, this is a like an Ultron killer. Yeah, my only thing with it is you got to be playing a scenario that's got a lot of minions. Yeah, yeah. And it is minion only. It doesn't attack minions and villain. Just that. My ally does any enemy, so I think it's better Mm -hmm. than yours. Okay, (laughs) well, why don't you share how better it is? Well, I have Boom Boom. She's also a three cost ally. Uh, One thwart, one attack with one consequential each. She only has two health. She's X Force. But she has an action. You can exhaust Boom Boom and then add one Boom counter to her. Then you may discard Boom Boom to deal one damage to each enemy for each Boom counter on her. So you can charge her up a few times and then blow everybody up. When I first read this card, I... uh... I I think I kind of got it mixed up with Richter, and I thought like she had to attack, and then you added a boom counter, and I was just thinking that doesn't seem very good. Um, but as you were reading, I realized it says exhaust her. So yeah, you're right. You could just kind of sit there and make her a a uh, what's Dragon Ball Z the spirit bomb. You can do a spirit bomb. <laughs> So if we're going to stay in the realm of Marvel Champions, she reminds me a little bit of a beat comp where you just kind of keep okay, charging yeah. it up, taking the one thwart off, and then if you needed to, if you got in a, a bad spot with a big minion, you know, take out that big minion. I, I would be, I think there's a challenge right here of how high of a counter uh, counters can you put on her before releasing and just destroying everything. The other thing is how can you ready her so you can add more than one counter per turn? Mm-hmm. And she is X4, so I think you could do some uh deck building with like an Avenger and turn him into an Avenger and get the sky um, cycle. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, just boom 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 boom. You could definitely um, do that. And then what's the one um, where you can exhaust an Avenger to ready another Avenger? The basic I mean, card. Yeah, you would have to exhaust someone to ready her and, and do that with that. Um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I think that one is. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So if you went like all in just to see how quick and how many counters you can get on her. I, I, it sounds pretty fun to be able to do something like that. She, she could be like a cool, um, <clears throat> like achievement challenge, like put 20 boom counters on boom boom and then set her off. That That's why it will be the, uh, the spirit bomb test. Hmm. Then throw some Dragon Ball Z, Spirit Bomb, launch it, destroy the villain in one shot. That would be, maybe that's the achievement. Destroy the current stage villain 
from full health to zero just from yeah. boom boom i mean definitely more achievable in uh solo but <laughs> true but yeah i mean the fact that it's not just you can just super up for the whole game but it's dealing one damage to each enemy is absolutely nasty yeah I mean, do it, fun there. Yeah, do a four-player game and get her out right at the beginning and then just start just loading up counters. Yep. It, it kind of feels like a uh, a ally version of War Machine in his Gatling gun, just saving up ammo counters until you can just Unleash. mow down everything. Yep. So, I... Now that I understand the card better, I like this card a lot more. Yeah, mine's better than yours. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't <laughs> go that far. I just remember uh, Richter. We had his action figures, kids. Yeah, and uh, still, still like, do. My kids play with it right now. See, there you go. Didn't he have like? Did he have a thing where you like wound it up in the back and you like shook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, broke that, off, I mean, and it's like a rusty like needle now. Yes, yes, it's a rusty needle, uh, a tetanus needle. Um, but yeah, you used to you can like uh, twist his little back, and yeah, he would shake a little bit. Yep. Yeah, that was the that was the '90s cartoon version. So he had a, a cool little shoulder pads and mm-hmm. scarfs. He had his long hair, With like boots, right? Everybody had like knee high boots. Yeah, yeah, knee high boots. Um, he had the, like a big old X on his chest. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yep. All right. All right. I know how much you love the uh, player side schemes. Oh, you're going to give me that one? Well, I mean, I assumed you wanted it. Yeah, I'll take it. Real quick, I'll just say there is a reprint of Moment of Triumph, um, which I think might be pretty good for her her deck. So that's yeah, why they added it. Especially if we were attacking like a one, co- or a one health minion for five. Mm-hmm. And yep. she needs a heal. Um, player side scheme. Let's do it. It's a one cost called Keep Them Busy. Um, it is a victory zero. Has the assault keyword, which if you all remember, that's where when you do a basic thwart against this scheme, you use your attack instead of your thwart, um, which could be good for her um, if you've gotten your claws activated um or have that in your uh with your claw, claw mastery, mastery. yeah mm-hmm. that, that could be really good um but it says oh it's a three threat per player it says when defeated the player who defeated this scheme removes five threat from the main scheme oh five threat per player from the main scheme um so first off that's really good yeah, to me, this is one where if you're not playing a bunch of other player side schemes, is the one to get out and just leave. And then know that you can just let the scheme go a little bit, especially if you're playing a scenario where it's got a pretty large threshold. And then mm-hmm. just, you know, take care of it and bring it down. Yeah, almost like a get out of jail free card. Um, yep. You know, like say you've got Hulk and you're playing solo. Um, because a lot of people do that, right? Yep. Um, 
you can just throw that down and just sit on it until it's time and you can just basically thwart you got three attack boom instantly thwart's gone it is way better thwarting than what thwarting he has in his deck so yeah hulk is now fixed good job brian hulk is now fixed all right we did it we did it everyone you can start playing hulk again and enjoy it yep um, I, I don't mind Hulk actually, but that's a, that's a different conversation for a different day. All right. Speaking um, of Hulk, I'll, I'll get into the next card and then we'll have a fun, a fun discussion. So the next card is a one cost upgrade called now I'm mad, which, you know, fits Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is this play under any player's control? Max one per player. While your hero's remaining hit points are less than half your hero's starting hit points, your hero gets plus one attack and negative one thwart. Nice. So that would that would help Hulk, right? Beef him up. Yeah. He likes yeah, to take damage, right? Yeah. So he has a zero thwart. It goes to negative one. If you try to thwart, do you put one thwart on to the scheme or one threat onto the scheme? <laughs> That's a great question. No, because I don't think you can go into the negatives if I'm right, right? I would imagine you're probably right. Zero is the, the lowest. Like the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you try to thwart, then you have to put a, a threat on. <laughs> I mean, this card is, is what it is. If you're a player that lives on the wild side and likes to get your health down pretty low, it does give you that momentary benefit i do think it could be a little bit of a a tough card to remember and you'll have a little bit of like oh we gotta like reverse three actions i did because i had negative one thwart and i didn't realize it because i'm less than half health (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah i could see that that's my only quip about that one just remembering you've got the negative one thwart. Yeah, there, there's definitely some remembering on this one. Um, but for, for one cost, I don't I don't think it's too bad, especially for the higher health yeah. um, heroes so like She-Hulk. Um, honestly, it's, it's great for She-Hulk um, because she kind of, you want her to start losing health so you can do her Gamma Slam. And uh, she doesn't really thwart on her hero. Most of her thwarting is going to be done in Alter Ego. So um, this is a great card for her. Yeah. It's nice to see some of these cards that we can put back to some of those early early wave heroes. Kind of spice mm-hmm. their game up a little bit. Change. Make them feel a little fresh. Yeah. I mean, now yeah. that you've fixed Hulk. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for one cost... Put it down and just leave it. Yeah, get it out of your deck. Not not bad. And it, like I said, we it fixed hold. We we did it. We did it, everyone. And it would be fun to mess with players if you're playing with like more more than just solo. Just put it under somebody for fun. Thin your deck out, but then also <laughs> mess with them. There you go. That that's what it is. You just throw it on someone and they. <laughs> Uh, that would be like two health and like, Hey, can you thwart that? Oh no, wait, you can't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wonder if they'll do a, uh, 
a justice version uh, like mm. this. Uh, plus one thwart, negative one attack. Yeah, I could see that's a pretty easy thing. But it would cost two. Justice is always like more expensive. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. I don't know if that's worth it. Eh, it might be, depending on your deck. Yeah. All right, you want to finish it off with our last aggression upgrade? I do, I do, I do. It is the direct approach. One cost upgrade. It's a tactic, which uh, I believe someone likes. Yeah, and, my boy. Uh, Scott. Scott Summers. <laughs> yeah, glasses. It's a tactic uh, upgrade. That's the key right there. Mm-hmm. There are some tactic events up there that don't do as much help for him. Yep, yep. And uh, see, attached to a non-permanent side scheme, limit one per side scheme, and attached side scheme gains assault, which is, again, that keyword that when you do a basic thwart, specifically basic thwart, you get to uh, use your attack instead of your thwart. So uh, I think this is a, a great card for aggression to really help those aggression players. Yeah, those heroes that really have good attack and not so good thwart. Yet again, we fixed Hulk, so... Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, it it does help him a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. and do a Hulk um, Cyclops team up. That'd be a pretty good, uh, good combo there. Okay, let's do it. I'm assuming you want to play Cyclops. Uh, no, I play Hulk. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do, would play Cyclops. Yeah, I I do think that a lot of these cards have helped those heroes, um, like your Hulk and your and your Valkyrie. Um, it, it still doesn't solve the problem of their their main kits. Um, but it, it definitely helps where playing them isn't a chore. It, it can be fun. You can find fun ways to, to play them in a group and, and enjoy it. And that's the no. whole point. You're, you just got to enjoy it. I agree. They, they just kind of help enough to make them play a little bit better, more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned Valkyrie there. I think some of these cards would do the same for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, All so right. we have a few more basic cards that will come in her kit, and we have a new keyword called linked. And the article, in my opinion, did everything backwards. They yes. showed all the upgrades first, and then they showed the player side scheme. And then you're like, what does this linked specialized training keyword mean? So I think we're going to do it right and do yeah, the yeah. player side scheme first. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I will take this since I'm the player side scheme guy. Okay. Um, one cost basic player side scheme. So there you go. That's a new one. And uh, this one, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm, I'm liking the vibe here. Um, so it's called Specialized Training. It's a victory zero. Um, it is five threat per player. And when defeated, each player who does not control a specialization upgrade chooses one set aside specialization uh, upgrade and puts it into play under their control. 
So uh, I can't really talk too much about this until we really talk about those upgrades, but I will say that, um, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. And I think the article mentioned the upgrades will start out of play, set aside, and you'll just have the specialized training. Yeah. And then, uh, each of these, they're all a two cost upgrade. They're all basic. They all have a wild resource printed. They all have the linked keyword, which is specialized training. They all have the specialization trait. And then each of them does something slightly different. So I'll take the first two. Combat specialist gives your hero plus one attack. You have a hero response after your hero performs a basic attack. Exhaust this card, draw one card. And then surveillance specialist is the thwart version. Your hero gets plus one thwart. Hero response after your hero makes a basic thwart. Exhaust this card, draw one card. So I think those can be pretty big. They remind me a lot of the, um, spoiler alert, the Red Skull um, campaign cards that you yep. can get, and they feel a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll wait till I talk about the other two before I go into my, my thoughts um, as a whole. If we're talking about X-23, personally, I think the combat specialist, the plus one attack, and the when you do a basic attack, you get to draw a card. To me, that's right up her alley, because that's what she's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. one it, you'll talk about would be the other one I would pick for her. Yeah, yeah, and it, and as you said, it's specifically it's basic attack and basic thwart for those. Yep. Um. So the other two is the defensive one. Hero gets plus one defense. Hero response after your hero performs a basic defense. Exhaust this card. Draw one card. And the other one is front. Oh, I guess I didn't say the name defense specialist. Um, the other one is front line specialist. Your hero gets plus four hit points after your identity takes damage from an enemy attack. Exhaust this card, draw one card. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm liking the, the linked idea and kind of, kind of turns a, any scenario into a campaign scenario. Um, but my my only concern, it, it is a decent amount of thwart, which is five per player. But ah, part of me thinks these are too good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, when I look at them, to me, it, it promotes um, a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't think I do think they are good, but I don't think they're too good because your your two options when you're playing one of these is do I make something I already do good better or do I fill in one of my deficits? Right. Mm -hmm. Those are really your two courses of action here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think like the, the plus one of the, the stat is, is good. I think really it's the, uh, the easiness of drawing a card with these because <laughs> <laughs> um, the the ones in the red school it was like for the thought one it wasn't 
do a basic Thor draw card. It was, I think, when you um, completed a side scheme or just a scheme, um, draw a card. So it's like that's easier to draw a card with these. But what's what's one card really? Uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot in this game. No, I think this would be a good. Um, I mean, you're right. Including this in any scenario is definitely potentially can make your game a little easier. Yeah, and and uh, I was. Um, uh, this might be prideful, but I was listening to our podcast the other day, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about Cable. And uh, one of his things is when he starts with a a uh, player side scheme, I believe in his hand, um, which you can then put out right away. And I think when we talked about it, we talked about you would very often put in one of his, I think it was the techno virus uh, side scheme because it really boosts his stats. Um, and I was just trying to think like, I wonder if there's going to be a player side scheme good enough that you would want to choose something else. And I feel like this is one that is a, is a contender to put that in your hand right away and get it out and just boost everyone's stats. Because if you can get this done, turn one, that's a boost in a basic uh, stat and the ability to draw cards for the rest of the game. That's pretty gnarly. So um, even better with Cable, you actually put it into play. His setup ability, you put it into it, play. It is put into play? Yeah. Even better. You're right. <laughs> so, so the only other thing that I thought in my whole time, like looking at these, I'm like, man, these are sweet. I can't wait to put these in the next evolution campaign but we're gonna have to wait till november to get these yes yes so it's all I wishful mean, thinking until then yeah i'm i'm excited for it i think it'll be it'll be fun to see and do some more different combos and stuff so i i'm excited for them i i just fear that they're gonna be too good so it's almost gonna be one of those where i don't play it specifically because it's too good or uh, just play more expert. There you go. I guess we'll just play more expert. Yeah. Or just put the um, like the worst encounter set ever in. Uh, what is the worst encounter set? I don't know. Some of those uh, acolytes. Uh, like teamwork. Like those are one. rough. I don't like. Uh, uh, what is it? It's like medley. Um, oh. collector. Yeah, the one with uh, the silent ghost. Yeah, the ghost is so annoying. Always confusing. Yeah. Yeah, that one's rough. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, man. Well, that uh, I think that wraps up all the cards. Final yeah. thoughts. Wraps up all the reveals. X twenty three thoughts. Um. Out of everybody we've seen so far, X Force wise, I think she's, I think she's going to be f- fun. I think she's going to be a very combo timing, fun turn player or hero. Mm-hmm. But I, I think she might struggle with solo. I think she's going to feel more of a. Uh, she needs a team to make up some of her deficits. 
I think deck mm-hmm. building around her is going to be a lot of trying to ready her and trying to give her as much health as you can give her. Because she wants to take that damage, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But uh, I think she'll be fun to play, but I don't know if she's going to be that well-rounded hero um, that you can just play anything with by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I I think she's going to be good. Uh I think I think that was a concern with Wolverine that he was going to be very much attack and just not balanced and uh, he ended up being better than I think we were originally anticipating. Um so I, I definitely think she has potential, especially once we learn more of her cards. Um, I, I do think being solo could be a hindrance to her, but I mean, she's got pretty decent Thor and she's got honey badger that could always Thor too. Um, so the, the other thing I had or thought while I had what you were talking is she's going to play different. So like most of mm-hmm. our games are um, set up, set up, set up attack you know manage the board manage the board i think she's gonna be your rush you're trying to kill the villain as fast as possible as few turns as possible i mean she definitely has the ability to do so it seems like right um that's what but you build around her yeah but i i do think she's gonna feel a little bit like quicksilver and that you do have to do a little bit of building up or at least have the right cards to make her the most effective. Obviously, Honey Badger. Um, just like Quicksilver, you really kind of need it. You need his upgrades. Because just doing one isn't enough. But uh, but yeah, I, I think I think she'll be just fine. I think she'll fit in the community. I, I think people will like her. Um, but uh, I think overall... Uh, I'm excited for the cards that she brings to the table for deck building and aggression. And uh, yeah, as with all heroes, uh, I'm happy to play her. Yeah. Yeah. I think she'll be fun to play. I think she'll be a, I mean, she's different enough to where she brings some uniqueness to play Mm -hmm. style. It'll be a different uh, experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is our X23 preview. Uh, Let us know your thoughts, what you're looking forward to. Uh, Let us know what you think about the specialized training uh, basic cards. Uh, You can let us know those by emailing us at marvelchampionspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time. If you want to go from a chump to a champ, listen to the Marvel Champions podcast. See ya. Take care.